This Mike Leach edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, MyBookie is offering up to two hundred dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP two hundred. That's right, up to two hundred dollars in free bets with a one x rollover requirement. Use SGP two hundred to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Play Balto, the number one office pool hosting site. Play Balto is fully customizable, easy to manage, and most importantly free. If you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and do it on play Balto. Go to sports and click the play Balto link to sign up today. We're also brought to you by BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season, line movement, history, sharp data analysis, and a powerful algorithm that rates their best bets. If you're betting serious cash, you need a serious app, head to the app store or Google play store to download BetQL and make sure to follow them on Twitter at BetQL app. Finally, we're also brought to you by Sean and Colby. Sean and Colby are taking their stand-up comedy up the coast of California, August 22nd in San Francisco, August 23rd in Santa Cruz, and August 24th in Eureka, California. Go to SeanTGreen.com for more info. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast, exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Oh, just juiced up on this new intro music, Sean. Oh, oh. loving it. Rave reviews from the fans. And again, uh, hit up Carl Restivo. Give him a follow on Twitter. He's doing stuff with Tom Morello. You might remember him from rage against the machine. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're only, we're what? Two steps removed from having Rage Against the Machine do our theme song. Pretty badass. Uh, yeah, yeah. That and is pretty badass. I listen, I I know I say listen a lot, but it's a you it's a tool I use for emphasis because I actually put on the theme song today just to get pumped up for this podcast. If you're watching on video, you can already see we have a Washington State Cougar logo up. We have Colby Dant, the Dant Basin studio. What's up, guys? Welcome. Called you up a little early this year. Yeah, yeah. Pro- by the way, prophets of rage. Uh, he's in a group with uh, Tom Morello. in a group with uh, the guys from Cypress Hill and Ooh. and uh, Public Enemy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're. It's funny how that that brand of music is getting old. Like we're we're, we're now old guys because we're into <laughs> right? into rage and. I, I'm surprised you haven't. Timeless. Ar- I'm surprised you already ar- haven't hit him up yet. Trying to get to uh, be real from Cypress Hill's uh, weed strain well, that he does in what, what Selmar. You, what are you trying <laughs> to say? <laughs> Please <laughs> to me please. and quick sidebar. But to me, that first rage against the machine album was all time classic. If you're a younger guy or girl, you have to download that album just like one after one or just hit after hit of just like these hardcore yeah. jamming. I remember I took that CD. What year was that? I think it's 92 or something. Yeah, Super. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I probably listened to it in 92. I was probably still listening to like Ace of Base and salt and pepper, but <laughs> Picked it up a few years later. Mental note: Explore I, this deeper in the future. 
I brought that CD and uh, I had this guitar teacher who was just like a super hippie guy, very long flowing hair, long beard would sit with his legs crossed and had this big guitar and he would just jam away and noodle. And I brought in the CD. I'm like, can you help me learn this CD? And it's just, mine was blown. Nice. But the guitar work was amazing. And he was just like, this is cool. But he wasn't like a metal guy at all, but he appreciated the the crazy <laughs> pentatonic scales. There you that, go. Uh, you get in rage against the machine. Wow. Okay. We S- went there. Speaking of the machine, Ryan, the free content machine, AKA the sports gambling podcast and sports gambling podcast network. It is chugging along and it's a two part formula. One part is you, the listeners, the readers clicking, downloading, rating, reviewing, subscribing. The other part, the, the people that are shoveling the coal into the train to make this thing go <laughs> is our pals over at mybookie.ag. Uh, they're the presenting sponsor of the podcast, but truly they are a partner. They help keep the lights on. And we actually have lights on because we're doing video now, <laughs> youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and throw Listen, listen, all this stuff. It's free. You know why it's free? It's because of mybookie.ag. They're giving you free content. They're giving you free deposit bonus. Give them your business over at mybookie.ag. Get in that hundred dollar NFL super contest guaranteed first place, hundred thousand dollars. No rake. Every dollar entered is going to the contestants. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP 200 to play win, and most importantly, get paid. Joining us on the line, the head football coach for the Washington State Cougars, Mike Leach. Mike, appreciate your time as always. How was practice today? Well, we haven't had it yet today. This is because now you have these mandatory off days, which I don't think are all bad. Uh, and this is ours for this week. And then so we'll practice the rest of the week. We practiced last night and had a really good practice. And it was a long practice last night where. You know, we have longer periods since it's early in camp, and we have uh, uh, more uh, at a period or two, too. And uh, so I thought it was really good. You know, I mean, the, the one of the important things of a good team is that they compete and everything back and forth. And generally speaking, at the end of the period, both uh, the offense and defense have uh, something to be uh, something to be pissed about. Get a little fired uh, that's up. Usually the, yeah, that's usually the sure sign of a of a competitive team. Well, it's speaking, where everybody's half happy and half mad all the time. <laughs> yeah, your former uh, former player for the Cougs, Andre Dillard, he just got into a little uh, scrap over at uh, Eagles practice. But as a coach, do you see that as a good sign when you have these little training camp fights? Uh, you know, I don't I don't mind it too much. There's a point where if there's like in team or something like that, there, there's a point as you get closer, um, we clamp down on it because it's, it, there's a, a, you know, it's a fine line. You don't want to curb the, uh, you don't want to curb the aggression, but uh, you have to have the discipline to function in a game situation. And that's what you're practicing for, you know? Yeah. Do you have a, uh, do you have a timeline for when you plan on naming your starter as far as the quarterback? I don't really have a timeline, you know, but the thing is, is just in the, in the interest of uh, best utilizing the reps. I um, mean, you know, I have to do it pretty soon, um, you know, and I, and I, but we have three guys, any one of which can win. 
And, you know, and I guess that's what's tough. I mean, it's very positive for our team. They're great team members. And, of course, what's difficult uh, for them is is one of them's going to get most of the reps and then uh, the others are, uh, you know, are going to have an important role on the team, but they're going to be backups. And it's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, there's a saying, uh, uh, mental toughness is, uh, is, um, is having the ability to do uh, what's best for the team when it may, may not be what's best for you. Now, coach, last time we spoke, this is Ryan here. We, we, we discussed Bigfoot a little bit. So I just, we wanted to get this out there. No chance that you're just holding out hope that Bigfoot walks on and becomes your starting quarterback in two weeks. Uh, I, I, Bigfoot would play both ways. If, uh, <laughs> if he happened to walk on, uh, you know, it's funny. You mentioned that I got, uh, I've got a Bigfoot. A guy gave us a Bigfoot that, uh, <laughs> We we have moving around our our football building up there a little bit, uh, and uh, you know stick him in the window here and there that type of deal. And keeping uh, an eye on the players. Yeah, we actually broke him out. This guy uh, uh, came out and uh, uh, came out and uh, you know Bigfoot there at one of the speaking events. Anyway, so so now I've got one that I move around the building that. Uh, that looks out the various windows, you know. <laughs> I like it. Managing expectations, keeping an eye on everything. Now, uh, Coach Leach, I also saw that you did a uh, this past semester. You were involved in teaching your own class, insurgent warfare and football strategies. What what kind of stuff could a a student learn there? Oh man, what a, that was a great deal. Well, the thing that the thing that was uh, how it all evolved was. Uh, was I, I've got a, a friend of mine who's a former uh, state senator um, who used to work for the State Department, and he taught insurgency and counterinsurgency classes. And uh, and he comes to practice, and he's one of them that'll take enough interest to actually watch the meetings and still be interested, even when perhaps uh, uh, I'm kind of worn out with my own material, you know? Yeah. And um, he says, you know, uh, football and how this is coached and taught is a lot like uh, insurgency and counterinsurgency. And uh, so we started to discuss that. And and he said, you know, people, this would make a really interesting class. I say, yeah, it would be an interesting class. You and I would enjoy it. But. Uh, I don't know if anybody else would. And the first <laughs> thing we'd have to do is make sure they know the definition of insurgency. And, um, and so, but we did decide it would be really interesting. And then we, um, he says, well, tweet it out. He says, just, uh, how many people would be interested in a class on, uh, uh, uh comparisons of strategies of insurgency and, uh, uh, warfare and football tactics. And, um, and so, uh, I'm, you know, in our high low, I, I said, well, some people would be for sure, but I'm going to say it'd be under a hundred. And he said, well, it'll be over a hundred. <laughs> so we send that, we, we tweet it out and it comes back 46,000. Jesus. And, Jesus. Uh, how about that? 46,000. And, um, 
And then, uh, you know, initially the school kind of scoffed at the idea, you know, (laughs) and they they don't uh, have a classroom that fits uh, 46,000. Well, (laughs) and then they talked about doing it online and then there are other logistical problems too, because the semester was going to start. And then the other thing is I, um, understandably had to be gone significant portions of the semester recruiting and whatnot. And, um, so, uh, so it had to be kind of in a block, you know, a block class, uh, in other words, uh, you know, the end of the semester. Uh, and so we did it during spring football, um, because it was guaranteed I was in town. And uh, and when forty six thousand were interested, the president became interested in it <laughs> and uh, decided it would be a pretty good idea. And um, and but what was it, what was what was best about it was all right. So, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mike Baumgartner, he'd say the part and walk him through insurgency, and that was you know the whatever the subject was for the particular class. Um, I would drop parallels in football and have some film clips, and that'd be uh, my portion. And then we always had a guest speaker, and some of these guest speakers were really amazing. I mean, like uh, guys that had been in Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, one of the most uh, interesting stories, perhaps, was um, we had a gentleman that uh, uh, worked for Homeland Security and had been. Uh, instrumental in the shoe bomber investigation and the uh, uh, the Boston uh, Marathon bombing, and so you know, the, so the guests would talk too. We had the you know Air, Air, uh, Air Force uh, survival specialist, uh, and you know, just some top, top, top notch uh, speakers. So I mean, so then me and Mike were sitting there captivated by the speakers that we brought in listening to them. And then of course, talking to them afterwards was really fascinating. And then we had some of the great quarterbacks, Washington state talk, Mark Rippon talk, Jack Thompson talk, Jack Thompson did an outstanding job. Gardner Minshew not only attended every class just because he was interested. Gardner Minshew attended every class, but we had him speak also. Oh, wow. That's cool. Okay, we're going to take a quick break from our conversation with Mike Leach to talk about our new pals, BetQL. That's right. You want to get an advantage over the house this fall? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. BetQL, they already have the sharp data for week one NFL games, week one of college football, everything you need to get the inside edge, uh, especially week one college football, huge point spreads. You got to kind of see where the market's going on that because there can be huge swings on these giant numbers. BetQL, you stay up to date with line movement, track lines leading up to kickoff, and they got a super powerful algorithm that rates their best bets based off a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. Plus, if you live in Jersey or PA, they have exclusive offers. So make sure you head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure to follow them on Twitter as well, at BetQL app. Well, and, and and speaking to military strategies and football, I just watched a uh, video about the 1999 Red River Shootout, where it walks it walks through that you created a fake play sheet when you were at Oklahoma and uh, had a player go over and kind of drop it over by the uh, Texas bench, hoping that they would find it, see your fake uh, play script, 
and then try and call defenses <laughs> to stop it. It was successful. They they seemingly snatched up the plays, and uh, you guys got out to a 17-0 start. What what was the inspiration uh, to use that fake game script? Yeah, that was actually we did talk about that in class um, and uh, showed clips of it and clips of the <laughs> game. You know where you see him totally biting on the wrong side. And that must have like felt that. so good. Well, it was pretty hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, and well, the other thing is, is one knowing what that you were up to something helped uh, alleviate some of the tension because OU Texas is an intense game. And then, um, and at OU, we weren't exactly a loaded gun at this point. You know, we we're uh, just a decent team. And, uh, so yeah, Kale Gundy and I, uh, <laughs> sat around, uh, you know, we, it was late at night, one of those deals too, uh, where you're too wound up to go to bed, but too tired to be much more productive. And so we started talking about, uh, 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 dropping a fake script and, <laughs> and you know one of the most important things about dropping a fake script is is one it's got to be fake but it's got to be uh close enough in terminology yeah that it sounds like it's real you yeah. know like you, you, you it needs to sound like it's a real play uh and direct but direct them to the false direction of what you haven't matched up with that you want to run you know yeah. Did your, did, could you tell during the game when they kind of realized that you weren't sticking to that script and they were just going to call their normal defense? Was there a, was there a switch in the game where you realized, okay, our, our advantage is gone now. Yeah, it was, uh, it was somewhere before the half. I think it was somewhere before the half. And, and, and the funny thing about that, that was awesome was, um, it was almost like a total anniversary event because uh, I didn't realize that Tom Herman had been on that staff at Texas when we did that. Yeah. And um, so I guess he was a GA. And, and, and so then um, we did, well, at Oklahoma, we, you know, we laughed about it for years, um, <laughs> but didn't know what happened on the other side. Never knew what the receiving end is, you know, speculated, yeah. guessed, wondered, you know, and then, um, well, then Herman brought it up, says, oh yeah, all kinds <laughs> of things happened in this one time they dropped a fake script and, 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 and then, and then, and so then, well, then as that got, then they interviewed both sides. And so what was. Um, which was really pretty interesting, I think, for both sides was to to you know get the story out there, you know what exactly happened, and because then then everybody uh, got to know what the giving and the receiving ends were thinking on this thing. Yeah, that was it was a great interview series, uh, Coach Lee. You haven't tried it again though, because you were up seventeen nothing. I would think why not try it again and later at a different time before the story had broke. You know, I had I had thought about it a little bit, <laughs> and, and to be honest with you, one of the reasons was because um, we weren't sure quite how effective it had been. Mm. And um, but and then you know one thing, and so ESPN or somebody they actually interviewed Carl Reese, who I think was one of the America's great defensive coordinators, and and um, and as good as any defensive coordinator that the University of Texas ever had. 
So they interviewed Reese, and, and, and I mean, he confirmed the whole thing, told the whole process, <laughs> everything. And, and you know, the, our biggest goal was because Texas kind of breathing fire and, you know, really had some strong players and, and you know, just kind of take the edge off and make them think about something other than than uh, us as they're in the locker room right before the game and hopefully confuse <laughs> themselves a little bit. And, Get in their heads. And just, and just not, nothing more than, uh, well, what should we do with this? Well, I don't know. Well, screw it. We just have to call what we have, you know I mean? And, um, and we thought that's about as far as it would get, but, uh, uh, no, it was interesting though, to hear their thoughts and I'm sure they're fascinated to hear ours as well. I'm curious uh, to switch, switch up a little bit here. I'm curious your thoughts. Cause I, you know, I cover college football for us and I'm not a big, I'm not a big, uh, you know, fan of what Larry Scott's idea was. And uh, the PAC 12 has, I don't know if you know this, Mike, over the past five years, they have the best home record against the power five. I think, I believe this, the number is they're 20 and two at home against the these opposing power fives. And Larry Scott, he's got an idea that he wants to do a 9 a.m. kickoff on the West Coast, which I think is just a horrible idea. And I'm curious your thoughts on this idea. Oh, yeah. Well, that's another thing where I got a member of Twitter uh, <laughs> um, uh, Twitter bites on. I asked uh, who was interested in 9 a.m. kickoffs. <laughs> well, nobody's interested. Not 46,000 people. <laughs> Uh, and I think it was some crazy number like that too. Uh, no, nobody's interested in 9 a.m. kickoffs, and 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 I'm not even remotely interested. Like when it comes to doing something football wise, uh, you know, I mean the the considerations is what's best for the coaches and the players, and what's best for the fans. And 9 a.m. is neither of those things. And uh, I mean, can you imagine being a fan? Let's say not. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, or look, okay, start with a player. Um, yeah, you'd have to get to the stadium. Let's... You'd have to wake up at like five a.m. Well, to go through your routine and get to no, the stadium. No, earlier than earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I would... you're, you're, earlier than that, you're eating pregame at five. Yeah, that's you're crazy. eating pregame at five, <laughs> and so you're up at you're up at. Uh, you're up at like four thirty, four or four thirty. <laughs> well, that, that 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 on its face is absurd because the NCAA has already um, come out and um, and you know with you can only practice everybody during these hours, which I think those hours are a little ridiculous because I think you should be able to practice anytime. But if they're going to be sensitive to those hours during the week for practice, surely they're going to be sensitive of it for a game uh, because uh, you know. The NCAA and, and and the powers that be and the establishment and and the and the uh, and the athletics uh, and the NCAA the athletic swamps uh, uh, so to speak uh, would never do something where they would put uh, financial interests ahead of uh, <laughs> uh, of, of uh, no never. The athletes no <laughs> so, they got to so, be studying so, well so so. First of all, they have to get up at four thirty a.m. Okay, then your stadium's going to be empty. Oh yeah, because then we're a, we're a big tailgate location. I mean, people like any time we talk about having a game on a neutral field or playing one of our opponents in Seattle because theoretically there were around a bigger audience or something like that. 
they all get upset because they look forward to their road trip, the tailgating experience, and this campus literally becomes divided up in tailgate neighborhoods. And this notion of uh, of excitedly going to the game at eight o'clock in the morning that doesn't appeal to anybody in these days <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's interested in coming back here. And then, uh, and then look at a fan, like, okay, so you and your buddies, you and your buddies are looking forward to the big game. And so, so what are you going to do? Oh, I know what, okay. I'll tell you what, I'll bring the scrambled eggs. Um, <laughs> you know, you, 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 you bring the bacon yeah, and we'll quiche. meet at my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll meet at my house at seven <laughs> yeah, and we'll I... live it up and whoop up and have the good life. After uh, so Friday night. Watch this game yeah. that starts at nine. Yeah, yeah. Coach, let me speak for the fan for a second. I went to school in the South at Virginia tech. You're not eating pulled pork. At seven thirty in the morning, <laughs> come on! It, it was a struggle enough to get to noon games as a college student. This is absolute blasphemy, and I am in full support of not playing nine a.m. games. Well, well in, those, in, in those, in those, well, in those guys, well, yeah, that's another thing. The student. So here's what the student did. He said, "All right, well, there's a game tomorrow, but you know, I could have fun with all my friends, <laughs> and um, and and you know, there's Go really hot looking guys running around this." <laughs> campus there's really hot looking girls running around this campus yeah. no nah, but i'm going to that game and so let's see i'm gonna have to be up at seven so you know what now oh man it's 10 o'clock i'm going home and going to bed i mean there's, they're not there's gonna no way well, my, said by no one ever on well, a college campus why would you take away aside from all these great points we're making larry scott as head uh commissioner of the pac-12 he has the same data that we have, and we can see that they have by far the best win percentage at home against these other power five. Why would you take your best advantage? Apparently is your home atmospheres against the other power five and, and try to change that. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know fully whose idea it is. I don't know if it's Larry's idea or not, but you know, um, I don't know whose idea it was. And then of course, uh, and a lot of times TV comes up with this stuff. They'll, they'll come up with some, some real zingers to, you know, then all of a sudden you add it all up and the only people benefiting is them. But, yeah. uh, um, so, so I don't, I don't, I don't know who came up with the idea. Uh, and I'm, I'm a guy that's not opposed to analyzing ideas cause I hate all this political correct, uh, crap, uh, permeating our country right now. But um, okay, we've analyzed the idea. It's not a good idea, so it's out. That's just, that's the way I look at it. Mike, uh, you're talking about tailgating and uh, your team this year. What would be a what would be an ideal game to come up and tailgate and watch the 2019 Cougars? You know, they're all good. They're all good. And then the other thing that's kind of uh, exciting is you know we get a variety of. Uh, weather conditions, generally mild, but, uh, um, I'll tell you what, uh, that, that's the, that's the biggest thing. And, and I don't get to do very much of it, you know, just sort of driving by after the game or something, but they say the atmosphere outside of our stadium is just outstanding. I mean, you know, you go through all those lots and, you know, there's, they, they got music stuff's cooking, all kinds of stuff going on. And then, and then our, our game environment's uh, excellent too. We're kind of like, uh, for lack of a better description, uh, um, you know, we're kind of like uh, we're sort of like I suppose what uh, 
what Wrigley Field or Fenway Park is to baseball, you know, because it's a nice. it's, it's a smallish stadium. It's tight and it's loud. You yeah, know? those are some of the best places to see a game. You know, Sean, I've actually I, a good friend of mine who went with me to Blacksburg, Virginia Tech, compared it very much to Blacksburg, smaller stadium but very yeah, loud, the small college, very towns, intimidating. Those are the fun places. But Mike, in, in particular, uh, this team. Are there any guys that you're excited for their 2019 season? What you've seen them in camp, or just looking ahead, you're 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 high on them, and you're excited for them. Uh, really, all of them. Nobody individually, and uh, in the past, and if, if if you say anybody individually, it's it's, it's had a funny effect of cursing them. Oh, but, you don't uh, want to jinx it. I like and then that. The, the well, they like the fresh the freshmen, um, and they, a lot of times they'll turn on to be great players, but you never know how the a freshman's career is going to unfold exactly, and maybe they're not ready to play or something like that. So um, I, I've, I've often not predicted that right. I think our defense, our defensive line, uh, is very quick. You know, we're, we're smallish, but uh, we're <clears throat> we're real fast. I'm curious to see that unleashed uh, this season. Um, we've got most of our receivers. <laughs> Back, so I'd like to think they're a year better. Um, how do you how so, do you feel about the schedule? I see you got a matchup in week three against your uh, your former assistant Dana Holgerson, who who uh, shockingly left uh, West Virginia for for a uh, Power Five school at, at Houston. How do you feel about? Uh, have you ever faced off against one of your former coaches? Uh, yeah, I lose track how many. <laughs> um, I, I actually have quite a bit because uh, I've had a ton of these guys out here, but uh, um, in some form or fashion. But um, yeah, I mean that that game was scheduled before uh, Dana was there, and it's uh, really I think it was scheduled before I got here too. So, um, yeah, but looking forward to a good game down there in Houston. Yeah, uh, and and how do you feel about Graham Harrell? I mean, I know you're, you don't have SC on the schedule this this year, but you know, I I don't know that I've seen your system. I guess a little bit Oklahoma, but uh, Graham Harrell, obviously offensive coordinator of of USC now. Uh, your your air raid offense is going to be ran at USC, and it does you don't get more much more talent than USC. So I'm curious your thoughts on how you think he'll do as the OC of uh, of USC. I think Graham will do a good job. Graham's a sharp guy. I think he'll do a good job. He's always been um, <clears throat> very knowledgeable about football, and and yeah, I hope SC beats everyone in the North except uh, uh, that they play, <laughs> and because it made sense they don't play us. And so, right there, you got my endorsement to do that. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, so, I guess. Uh, for the most part, all except for the final game, I, I, I wish SC the best this particular season. Mike, always like uh, doing research on guests and uh, came across your belly flop video that uh, was popping off on the internet. How would you grade your, uh, your own belly flop? <laughs> oh, geez. I'll tell you what. I mean, that's the, that situation. That's kind of a tough situation. So you're out there in the pool having a good time. Yeah, uh, enjoying cooling off from camp, <laughs> and then all of a sudden uh, they want you to do. You know, they're having a belly flop contest. They want me to do a belly flop, <clears throat> and so, and I'm not one of those diving board guys. You know, that goes on the diving board, does flips, <laughs> the rest. But they, 
and and so they uh well, so so first of all, they 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 they, they called to get you up there. Yeah, they started if chanting your name. To, if you refuse to go up there, they're going to laugh and make fun of you. Yeah, and, and think you're soft, you know. <laughs> and uh, and and but if you agree to go up there, they're going to laugh and make fun of you, but not think you're soft. And I was hoping I could get away with doing butterfly form or something like that because none of them can do the butterfly, but. Uh, Oh heck no! And so then, uh, well, up I went, and uh, and uh, and up I went, and, and 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 down I went. You know, so. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Sounds like it's uh, yeah, it's a fun team, and yeah, really looking forward to the season. And uh, as always, appreciate your time, Mike. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you guys look, uh, come up for a game and check it out, and I, and I'm always honored to be on with you guys. Well, we'll, uh, we'll hold you to that. Yeah, yeah, honored to have have you on the show, and we'll definitely follow up on that. Thanks again, Coach Leach. Thank you. Yes, sir. That sounds good. Awesome time as always with Coach Leach. Give him a follow on Twitter. Fun, uh, fun follow for sure. Coach underscore Leach. But right now, talking about play ball toe. That's right. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably the football guy. Oh, hey. Sean in the office. When I used to work in an office, oh, he's the football guy. Make him set up the football pool. Make him set up the pick'em. And if you're that guy, and you probably look at yourself, you're like, ah, if I don't do it, nobody's gonna do it. All right, I gotta set up an office pool. I gotta have a little bit more side action going. You want a system that's easy to use, fully customizable, that you can track the buy-ins, and you want it all in a easy-to-use interface. It's not gonna take a ton of time setting up. Over a Balto, you can get started in 60 seconds or less. And again, they have every sort of option when it comes to pick them, survivor pools, ATS, non ATS, straight up, whatever you want. They got it over there. And it's a, it's a site specifically designed for the office pool. A lot of these sites, they kind of toss it in as an add on, not play Balto specifically made for office pools. If you're running one this season, make your life easier. And go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the play Balto link to sign up today. Good times. Play Balto. We gotta we gotta get some uh we gotta get some contests going, man. It's football. Football my football juices are flowing. People I'm have jacked up. It started, Sean. I've started the hey man, you uh you gonna be running that pool this year? <laughs> it does it does <laughs> remind me of uh that Dave Chappelle uh gif that's on the internet where he's like scratching. Uh, it's like uh, hey, you yeah, got any yeah. more ways to bet or <laughs> pools or stuff to get on? I'm sure we'll have a bunch of stuff coming throughout the season. Colby, I know you're trying to get a college football fantasy thing we, going. We got it rolling. If if anyone's interested in joining my uh, college fantasy football league, uh, you can play against uh, me, NC Nick, and Patty C. Uh, just give us a nice iTunes review, either either of our you know the sports gambling podcast or the network. Yeah, doesn't make a both. difference. Yeah, both hopefully, and uh, and so, you know let me know who you are on on social media, and we will get you in the league, and you can win some prizes, free entry. But well, free after the comment. So if you leave the comment, yeah, you're in. Exactly. So we can't like we 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 let we let Cub, Colby come on to our <laughs> airwaves, our video waves, <laughs> just to one up. We can't let him one up us, Sean. No, we won't. The SGP. We weren't planning on announcing this, but <laughs> oh, the wow. SGP okay. fantasy listener be... league. I don't mm-hmm. know, Sean. Are we are we both 
going to have a team? Are we doing a joint team? Well, why don't we do a joint team? Cause I'm probably going to give up halfway through the season. I, I assume <laughs> that you're going to need my management. Yeah. Um, I gotta get my nephew back on. He was awesome. He co-managed a bunch of teams. That is key. That so is a hundred dollar league. I'm uh, testing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, te- I'm testing the little one out. Thing. Testing the little one out. <laughs> letting, letting her go, go and manage a forty dollar league this year. Nice. I, I, for some it's reason, I can't up. get out of it. But I, I'm uh, anyway. Sean, <laughs> will we have some SGP personalities in the league? Yes. Right. Stay tuned for that. Perhaps Dick Olson. Perhaps. Oh wow. Perhaps uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. But how can people enter? Should we use the same? Me- what is the method? I think I think to enter the listener league because I have an idea. Okay, let's hear your idea. I, I need to see a video of you at an Apple Store subscribing <laughs> to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Okay, on as many devices as possible. All right, or or a video of you at Applebee's eating. No, no, <laughs> not not that idea. That won't help us climb the charts. Okay, the challenge is out there. How many spots do we have, Kramer? Let's just say, we'll, we'll, if we're doing a joint team, let's just say we'll have we'll reserve three spots for sports gambling podcast personality slash friends and family. Okay, should Sounds we say good. there? Should we say there's then eight spots for the eight fans? Eight spots. The yeah, like this is my space. Your top eight. Well, should we should we reserve one of those spots for a guy who sends us beer on the regular? Oh yes, Ooh, Matt Nation. Yes. Okay. He's he's in. God bless that guy. When you when you send us, All I right. mean, well, and then I feel like a couple. Uh, I feel six like, spots are available. <laughs> We're gonna reserve yeah, five six. spots for VIPs. Let's just say it's six. A baby fucking wheel, man. It'll a six will be. Oh, Boston Capper's yeah, feelings are already getting exactly. hurt. Exactly. You know, to know he's, if gonna, he's a VIP or not. <laughs> so we'll save six for SGP personalities and VIPs <laughs> already entered. But then the other six, these are. You're a fan. You're SGP head, DJ Nation. This is this is the time to make your mark. This is your training camp. So send us videos of you subscribing to multiple devices, yep. an Apple Store, whatever. And maybe it's just a bunch of friends, your guys, uh, your roommates, buddies at a frat, uh, your your golfing partners, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. Video documented evidence of you trying to game the iTunes system, and you will automatically be entered. Email us be- where. Uh, podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com or tweet us at gambling podcast. We have six official spots open, possibly more, but uh, six <laughs> official spots. Do whatever it takes to get one of those spots because we will have a, uh, we will certainly have a, a nice cash prize. Hey, and $0 entry fee. Sean, do you want to be virtually connected to someone who's already done, let's just call it 38 best ball mock drafts? <laughs> and maybe I'll even talk to you. Get in the oh league. Oh my God. Get wow. in the league. You have a chance to meet and greet <laughs> Ryan Real Money Kramer. Uh, and well, we you can greet me. The, the 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 meeting part. I you know I can't confirm that. But <laughs> we we saw we were at four ninety nine reviews, oh. and then we hit the magic five hundred. So whoever believes they were the five hundredth uh, rater and reviewer, send in a message at Kramer Centric for your personalized video thank you I will message. Thank you. From Ryan Kramer. And uh, <laughs> as always, thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. Rate, review, and share on iTunes. Make sure to check out Play Balto and mybookie.ag, promo code SGP200. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on iTunes, subscribe.thesgpn.com. Get those college experience podcasts going for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I am Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan.
Bigfoot's coming, coach. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride.